0: Hi there, and welcome to our podcast, Art City Amsterdam. From Remen to Dumas and from Liza to McQueen, Amsterdam has long been home to some of the
1: world's most important artists. In our podcast, we will provide you a taste of art in this remarkable city. Together with our special guests, we will take you on a walk through the art scene of Amsterdam. We, your hosts, Rubia Balsam and Joost Bosland, speak to artists,
0: curators, politicians and collectors about what they love about the city.
1: Whether you're a long-time resident or planning your first visit, This podcast will inspire you to explore new and familiar corners of the Amsterdam art world. So we're actually doing this, Rubia. We're we're making a podcast, which has a pretty idiot-proof title, Art City Amsterdam. So if anybody listening doesn't know what the podcast is about, it's about art and the city of Amsterdam. We met through Young Stedelijk, which is the Young Patrons Group at the Stedelijk Museum. And I believe you have some kind of official role there. What is that exactly?
0: I'm one of the ambassadors of the Young Stelig. And at the moment, we are actually setting up our new program for the coming year, how to contribute to the art scene in Amsterdam.
1: And and what does an ambassador do?
0: An ambassador is actually a person who provides more information about Stelig Museum, what kind of programs, what kind of exhibitions is outset for the coming year. And also, we are one of the... I think the personalities behind the Stedelijk Museum to engage more younger audience.
1: All right, and and tell me, how did you end up here? How did you end up in the city?
0: I grew up as a child, and I visited my aunt and my uncle, who would live in Amsterdam. Actually, at the time, at the Dakosta Cade is an area nearby the city canals. And from a young age of eight, I think I, they, they just brought me to the art scene of Amsterdam. Rijksmuseum, the Van Gogh Museum. I think I fell in love immediately. And I think they would they could really grasp you know, the feeling of Amsterdam. You know, a little bit of the romance of the canals. Also a little bit of the the, the scenery of the, um, the Amsterdam, like the Mokum style. Yeah, I fell in love.
1: Mokum is a nickname for Amsterdam that Dutch people use for those listeners not familiar with it. So you sort of had this dream image, this ideal image of, of of a city that you wanted to be part of. and That's what you were searching for when you came here? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, and I felt immediately at home. I think that's very important for me. Because at the same time, I think also the art scene, besides the art scene, there are also a lot of aesthetics also about the city of Amsterdam, talking about the architecture, talking about all, not only about the canals of Amsterdam, but also outside of it. Look at the Eye Museum at the moment, but look also at the contemporary arts scene of Amsterdam. I think it's 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 so rich in its variety.
1: How how long have you lived here now?
0: About eight years.
1: Wow. Yeah. Well, well, I think I've been here about eight months by now. I'm still I'm still very much new to the city. Still very much new to the city. What do you think about
0: it? I mean, it's
1: it's really interesting to experience the city as an adult. I left Holland when I was 16 and now came back eight months ago when I was 37, or I am 37. And it's been really interesting to experience it. And I think I had the complete opposite to you, actually. I thought Amsterdam was kind of a sleepy little sibling to London, Berlin, Paris. And only once I started, started spending more time here... Over the past decade, but especially over the past eight months, did I realize that just because it doesn't have a big fancy art fair and it doesn't have that sort of international art world glamour that we've all grown accustomed to, doesn't mean that the art scene is in any way less significant. There's amazing art schools, there's amazing artists who've decided to live and work here. And there's all these weird little nooks and crannies that really make Amsterdam as interesting, if not more interesting, than, than some of the other European capitals. And That's been a real surprise for me. And you have your own company called Studio Balsam. I'm still not entirely sure what it is, so maybe you can explain it to me and to our listeners. What is Studio Balsam? We help cities
0: to flourish for their creative leadership. So therefore what we do is actually is that we design the cultural and the art scene within it. So if you would consider the art scene to be a garden, then I would be the architect.
1: All right, and, and who, are, who are your clients? Are they the museums themselves or the, the cities? Who, who pays your bills?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, mostly all the cities. So therefore the city of Amsterdam and perhaps also the cities surrounded by the city of Amsterdam, like Amstelveen. At the moment, I work closely with the politics. Therefore, I help eldermen. In the Netherlands, we call them wethouders. And I actually helped them out to set up the policy
1: for the cultural institutions. So would it be fair to describe you as the Olivia Pope of the Dutch cultural scene? (laughs) That would be a
0: title I'm not really familiar with, but I rather would like to compare myself with one of the, I would say more or less, the artists within Amsterdam, because I consider myself in that way more as a designer and an artist of the cultural policies.
1: So you design cultural policy. Yeah. That's wonderful because I, I know very little about that, that side of things. So I'm glad to have that angle at the table here.
0: So, yeah, I think we met with Stedelijk, but you are one of the cultural institutions within Amsterdam. You are actually now the director of Stevenson Gallery.
1: I'm not sure I'd be comfortable calling ourselves an institution. I, I often joke that we're a shop and I live above my shop. But yes, I'm I'm one of the partners in Stevenson Gallery, a South African gallery that opened an office in Amsterdam in 2019, which we turned into a more regular gallery space about eight months ago.
0: And can you explain a little bit when did you started actually here in Amsterdam as a director?
1: So we opened the space in June, 2019, but at that point I was still flying in from Cape Town for special projects and special shows. It was only last year, July, that I moved to Amsterdam, and then in September we opened more regularly. So I've 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 been here now since July, and just getting to know the city. So I'm very happy to have a, a long time resident to do that with. I think I
0: started here with my studies here in the, at the University of Amsterdam. I think most of the 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 citizens of my age will started here in that way, and. After eight years, I think in a way that I can say that I have become a real Amsterdam citizen. And I think I know perhaps almost every corner of the city.
1: That's a that's a bold claim to make. And I think we'll see this season if, if that's true. So what can our listeners expect?
0: I think we really need to start also with the fact, why is this actually a podcast called Art City Amsterdam? Because both we have a connotation with this city and particularly we... Have an idea about the art scene. So perhaps we can elaborate a little bit on why we have chosen for especially Amsterdam.
1: Other than that we both live here. I, I mean, I think Amsterdam is an underdog in, in European cultural tourism. People often ask us why we opened a space in Amsterdam and not in Berlin or London or, or Paris. And I think that's largely due to the fact that it's really an artist-driven art scene rather than a gallery-driven art scene. We don't have the gallery scene that Berlin does, we don't have the gallery scene that Brussels does or even Dusseldorf, but we have these amazing art schools. We've got the Rijks Academy, we've got the Ateliers, we've got amazing museums that after many years of difficulties that you might know more about than I do, are finally open again, finally sort of semi-functional again. So I think it's a city that has a lot to offer but might not necessarily be the first city on people's itineraries. So yeah, so in
0: that matter you are very familiar with the the international art scene and you just really started living here in Amsterdam. I've been living here already for eight years. I've got to know the art scene from inside. And what I particularly really love about the art scene here in Amsterdam is that the network is quite broad and also everybody knows each other. But also, on the other hand, what I found very particularly about the art scene here in Amsterdam is that we are ambitious in a very broad range. We find it very important to highlight especially our artists, international f- famous artists, who've been living here. But at the same time, we would really like to be also an, 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 a breeding ground for new talent. And I think Amsterdam here is very rich in that way for our academies we have here, the Rijks- Academy, of course. And these institutions really set a mark here in Amsterdam.
1: And a lot of the students actually stay after they graduate, which I think is of great benefit to the city, and there must be reasons they decide to stay.
0: Exactly, yeah, so there's much to explore, from old up to very new talent. And I think that can be very exciting for many people who don't know the art scene here in Amsterdam.
1: So I think one thing we should ask our guests, because our guests have all sort of earned their stripes, have been around, have, have accomplished amazing things, I think we should ask each of them to name one maybe younger artist that people might not know and that they should Google before visiting the city and maybe try and find their work if they can or maybe even find their studio.
0: So yeah, I'm really curious about the answer of Rijn Wolf. He's the current director of Stedelijk Museum. He will also be one of our speakers. And I'm very curious what kind of names he will announce. Do
1: you think he's allowed to name young artists or is that difficult to do in his position?
0: I hope that we can trigger him to at
1: least tell a couple of names. All right, then I know one question you really want to ask all of our guests, because you would much rather be making a podcast about fine dining. <laughs> I think we should ask them about places to eat. Also selfishly, because I need new places to eat. And I think it'd be fun for our listeners to know where to go.
0: I think the arts and culture goes hand in hand with the experience of the senses. So therefore, for me, food, wine and the art that go hand in hand. And I find it very interesting to hear from our guest speakers who also live in Amsterdam, what are their favorite places, food-wise, but also favorite places in the sense of where do they like to hang out, what kind of places we should discover.
1: So if, you're asking, if we're asking people about their favorite spot in the city, let's take them there. Let's use it as an excuse to visit these spots with our guests and, and really get a sense of what they feel like, what they look like, and of course for our Audience, what they sound like. Yeah,
0: and let's go for a walk in the city. I think also our guests are very keen to know what, what could be explored here and also to give them a taste of our art in the city here.
1: You know, as, as I said, we're, we'll mostly be speaking to people who are in quite established roles in the city. Let's also ask them about lesser-known corners of the art world. Are there any small project spaces they're excited about? Are there any artist-driven initiatives Is there maybe a cool bookstore that you shouldn't miss when visiting Amsterdam? I would love to hear so. So, of course, we're also open for uh, suggestions from our
0: audience. So who would you like us to interview for our next season two? Please let us know. Subscribe to our podcast or let us know in our Instagram account.
1: I also think we should ask our guests who we should interview in season two. Because they might have ideas of people we should speak to and they might have access that, that you and I don't. So let's see where, where our first guests guide us. If we make it to season two, we're in episode zero at the moment. So it's a bit ambitious to, to plan that far ahead. But yeah, that, I, I think those are all great questions. And I look forward to discussing them with you and with our guests. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to our podcast.
0: We thank the Jazz Orchestra of the Concertgebouw in Amsterdam for our podcast tune, Blues for the Date, by Peter Bates. Please check out the rest of their amazing album, Blues for the Date,
1: on Spotify. Art City Amsterdam is produced by Studio Balsam and Stevenson. We are your hosts, Joost Bosland and Rubia Balsam. See you in Amsterdam!